Blog Talk Radio. that we're actually going to put forth and actually share this evening. Um, as I have said before, um, here in this month, I kind of started everything out and had a timeline for us. Um, so this week on the call, we're going to be talking about whole life insurance. What is whole life insurance and do I need it, right? So that's what we'll be talking about this evening. So again, I am your host, Chastity A. Wells. I am super fired up about being on the call um, and actually hosting this show, talking about something that is typically not the sexiest thing to really talk about, and that is insurance, because a lot of times, guys, we just kind of equate insurance and thinking about it, uh, life insurance, that is, to our longevity and our mortality, and it really doesn't have to be that way. So the whole point of me doing the call and being a host is just to shed light on it so it's not that spooky boogeyman that's under the bed and you all you have to do is look up under the bed and you realize there's nothing up under there. You might just need to vacuum um, or the spooky man in the closet, right? So I just really want us to be able to shed some light. So if this is your first time chiming in, welcome. Um, if you are a reoccurring person, welcome back. But if this is your first time, let me tell you a little bit about who I am and what really qualifies me. Um, I'll definitely be mindful today that I don't spend 10 minutes introducing myself and <laughs> everything that I have to say to this. But um, definitely I'm a licensed insurance agent. I've been licensed in life and health since uh, 2010. So I've actually been working in this field for um, almost six years now. So I've uh, been doing that, and I actually I didn't stick in the health insurance after the regulation with the federal government um, doing the Obamacare. Um, of course, I was one of the main people pushing it, but um, it just wasn't something that I wanted to stick in 
just the business of doing. So um, I just moved on into life insurance after all of that. And honestly, I thought I was going to be some real estate tycoon, but um, that's just not what ended up being um, gravitating towards me and me towards it. It was insurance. And so after that actually happened, I was really able to see the gap and the need that my community, um, people that look like me, and that um, there was a huge gap in the coverage and what people actually had. Um, and when I say my community, I'm not talking about um, melanated people or brown and black people or whatever. I'm, I'm speaking of socioeconomic status as well uh, because it's not just a brown or a black thing or whatever. It's really uh, lower to middle class, especially middle class um, thing. Because what I found um, being in insurances that are heavily solicited are the people that make $75,000 or more a year, okay? So that's no longer, that's no longer middle income, especially when you have two individuals um, grossing, you know, making more than eighty, dollars $80,000 a year. That's well over six figures. And you're just, that's a whole other market that companies do heavily market, but, um where we really start, where I personally was able to start to see a divide in who was being sought after vice the people who were still doing fish fries on Saturdays when I was driving to a client's house, it was lower income people, people that were making fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a year. Not that they were not hardworking people, but they were doing fish fries on a Saturday um, to prepare for or fish fries. I saw car washes. I even see now people are doing GoFundMe. Um, so when one of their loved ones die, they're trying to raise money. And so that's where my heart just kind of jumped into it. And I'm like, you know what? I just don't believe that all these people uh, just really don't have a concern for their um, family or anything else. It's just when you don't know better, you're not able to do better. So that's where I kind of jumped in and just kind of made best use of my gifts and talents. And really became a service to lower to middle income um, personnel. And so here I am, almost six years later, I'm still a conqueror. So <laughs> it's not a bad market um, at all. I've been able to really help a lot of people. And in the process, um, I've also had to, um, hold on. I'm sorry, you know, I'm doing many things all the time too, right? So um, the cool thing, too, is I also have had to do um, a death claim in the process as well. Um, so those type of things do happen with the business. So I've been licensed. That's where I'm at. I'm actually a mother of one. I have a nine-year-old um, who is, you know, my joy, my reason for pushing as hard as I do. Um, plus my girl. I, I love my daughter and anyone. Shout out to all the moms out there um, who just have questions about life insurance or even business owners, I mean, double shout out to you because just to all the moms, I mean, it really is a gift to be a parent and that just goes out to the dads and everybody. So anyway, I ain't leaving nobody out, right? <laughs> so this week, we're actually going to talk about um, whole life insurance. Um, do you actually need it? Okay. Um, last week, we actually hit on one of my other, other favorites. Um which was mortgage, and again, mortgage protection was um, the term product 
that was pretty much based on the length of your mortgage, whether your mortgage is like a refi or you did a 15, 25, or 30-year, you're able to do that based on that mortgage. So it was a specific amount of time. So that's what we uh, talked about last week, and I kind of went a little bit more in depth. If you have any other questions about that, that particular product, definitely pull up the podcast for last week um, so you're able to listen in to that. Um, but this week we're really going to focus in on whole life because I did devote more a little more than an hour to talking about that and really breaking it down. But this week I really wanted to spend some time talking about whole life because moving forward from here, um, I really want to get into some more progressive things about um, safe investments and uh, saving and doing some more progressive things with our money and really becoming financially and economically strong. And the only way that we're able to do that is by having a strong foundation, understanding the concepts of term life, whole life, different things like that, so we're able to continue to build from there. Okay? So, again, we're talking about whole life insurance and why – if you need it, right, or why you don't have it. And the reason why, again, I said I wanted to do these things is because I know as a licensed professional, I do it every single day, and sometimes I'm able to take things for granted and think other people understand what whole life is until I have someone that asks me, what is whole life? What are you talking about? I really don't understand. What's the difference between this or that? Or why does this policy cost more than that? I don't understand. Um, so then I just learned that I cannot take anything for granted. It doesn't matter if you're 55 or 60 years old. You may just not understand. Um, so we're just going to go a little bit more into that and just making sense of it. This is a safe place for us all to be able to converse, ask questions. Um, if you have any questions, even after the show and you're not able to ask it today, definitely feel free to reach out to me um, via phone at 614-230-6600. Again, my number is 614-230-6600. Um, I would love to chat with you there. That's not a problem. Um, but definitely have your questions written down Um so we're able to answer them directly and in a timely fashion, as well as if you have your policy or anything else like that, um, I definitely want to be able to assist you with that as well. Um, and, of course, I'll do the best that I can because sometimes, you know, things can – I have to make people read a little bit further because people are picking and choosing what they want to read. <laughs> so there's so many aspects to insurance out there. So let's get started on what is whole life insurance, okay, um, and what's the difference between that and terms? All right. So last week we actually talked about term. I used the mortgage protection, which is one of my other favorites that I love to talk about um, as an example. But term is exactly what it is. It's for a specific amount of time. So a term policy, those are typically 30-year plans. Most people get them for 30 or 20 years. Um, those are typically to cover your mortgage, to cover the kids going to school. Um, if you have a married couple or like for myself, I'll have a term policy to cover my daughter for a certain amount of years, and I don't need it anymore because at at that point, she'll be a stable adult to some degree, <laughs> to some degree, I'm hoping, um, and then she'll be thriving, and she doesn't need, um, she's not going to have to go stay with, you know, relatives or anything else upon my transition, right, on Home to Glory or whatever you guys call it, right? So, there's, that's not going to be there, that need to cover 
the large amount isn't going to be there. So um, that's what term is. It's a set amount of time, whether it's 20 years, whether it's 30 years. Some people even get it for 10 years or 15 years, right? And after that time, it's over with. It's over. Now, I know some people are like, well, Chastity, that's a waste of my money. No, it's not because I sell it all the time. And I talk to people about it and I even have one. And so, again, what I'm saying is it's just for a specific amount of time. I don't need, you know, my daughter, you know, I don't need to cover um, having, you know, let's say half a million dollars for the next 50 years upon my death and my daughter receives this money. No, just for her years of being a minor. And so when I die, it'll go over to the person who's going to take care of her and then they'll have a lump sum of money to be able to take care of her. So those are some of the ideas and concepts that you can use for term because after that amount of time, then it's over. Okay. Um, And so we talked about a lot of those last week. Now, whole life, I like to put it in this concept because it was easier for me to remember it when I was in training class, when I was originally licensed. Because I understand how confusing this is. I couldn't remember what policy I originally had before my insurance class started. They were like, who have a term policy? I raised my hand. They were like, who have a universal life? I raised my hand. They were like, who have a whole life? I raised my hand again. And they just looked at me and it was like, so you have all three? And I was like, no, I'm just confused now. So, (laughs) So I say all of that to say that this stuff is really confusing, so I'm going to explain it to you the way it was easy for me to remember at the time because it didn't matter how much insurance jargon the teacher was giving me. I couldn't keep up with what he was saying. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, ugh, ugh. So anyway, whole life lasts your entire lifetime, okay? There is no set amount of time. There's like whole life, if you get it now at 30 years old, you'll have it until you're 121 years old. If you just keep paying the premium, you'll have that policy. So what is that, like 71 years or 81 years or something like that? Um, That's almost 100 years. No, actually, it's 91 years. I'm mad, man. Okay, and I'm teaching the finance course. Don't judge me. It's 7 o'clock in the evening, right? So that's like 90 years. So that's the difference between that out the door than a term policy. Um, Because that policy does last a lot longer, um, it is a little more expensive, um, which is why people choose to get term policies, because they like term. It's immediate gratification of seeing that big number of 250000 500000 a million dollars, and you're not paying like hundreds of dollars a month, right? So people like that. But with whole life, what I like and the reason that I'm passionate about whole life is for many different reasons. Um, Not only do it last your entire life, um, you're actually able to borrow from this policy as well. You're able to, uh, it occurs cash value on it. So the money that you into your policy, I say dump, but the money that you pay into your policy, um, it actually goes to pay only part of it pays for your insurance. The other part becomes like a small savings for you. And so just based on wherever the um, insurance market is at at that time, typically right around 2.5% money will start to grow for you. So within two to three years, you're actually able to borrow a significant amount of money, depending on how large your policy is, um, 
off of it. And so the reason why I say it depends on how much your policy is, don't expect to borrow five grand from your policy and your policy is only worth 10 grand. Like that's not about to happen in the first three years because <laughs> you have a small policy. Okay. Um, so um, one of these, po these policies, um, these are permanent policies. They last you for the entire part of your life. So I understand that most people in my demographic of middle-class income, everyone has insurance at their job, right? Raise your hand and say, I, I, I. Everyone has a policy at your job, which covers one to two times your income, which is phenomenal. So if you make $50,000 a year, your your insurance policy at your job is right around fifty dollars to $100,000 because it's a group policy. It's a little bit cheaper, so you're probably paying, what, $8 a month for it, and it's just based on the whole group. It's just like a whole bunch of people. That's the difference between going to uh, a Kroger or a Publix, whatever the name of your grocery store is, um, instead of going to Sam's Club. When you go to Sam's Club, you're paying by bulk. So it's a little bit cheaper, right? But you got to cover a lot more. So it's kind of the same concept. It's just more people are involved in it. Um, and I like that. What scares me about group insurance and about us working is I will speak with someone and they'll say, oh, I have insurance. I'm good. And I'm like, okay, so cool. So who do you have a policy through? Oh, my job. Well, so here's the thing about your job. Like, after you're fired or you leave your job or whatever, even after you retire at a certain age, it disappears. But after you leave that job, just like your health insurance benefits, you're no longer covered. You're no longer covered and nobody cares, okay? So if you pass away between in between jobs, um, guess what? You're not covered. And that's where it's very important to have a whole life policy already set up for yourself. If you do not own and control a policy, when I say own and control, that means it has your name on it. You can call the insurance company yourself, negotiate whether you can pay that premium that month or not, or whatever the case may be, borrow from that policy. That's not your policy. Okay? I am a big, big, big advocate of owning your own policy. I think it's great to have group insurance. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to tell you to get as much as you can from your job while you're there. Okay? Get as much as you can while you're there. Um, if they'll let you do up to three or four times, that's fine. With an insurability clause, write it out, do whatever you got to do, get it. Because um, it's only a couple bucks. And if something actually happens, then at least you're, you know your family is taken care of. Okay? Um, but whole life is definitely something that, um, it, like I said, it'll last you for your entire life. Some of my biggest markets that I actually um, do for whole life, um, and we'll just talk about them because they're easier, um, are called this, or the insurance industry calls it, um, simplify issue. And what that basically means is I, I don't have to ask, I don't have to actually do a medical exam and all this other crazy stuff just to get it put through for you. Um, but I do have to ask you just a few medical questions. So that's typically, our older generation, our mature generation, not older generation, but our mature um, generation, and that's going to be for the ages of 45 through 85, okay? The face amount that you're actually able to get is from 2000 all the way up to 40000 And, again, this is just simplified issue, no real major questions being asked. You're definitely able to get more than that. Um, 
But again, what I'm talking about this evening is just asking you just a few simple questions, making sure, hey, you don't have, you're not hooked up to um, a hospital bed right now. You, you're not having a breathing machine on your nose. Um, different things like that. That's what I mean when we're talking about these products this evening. Okay. But you definitely can get way more than 40000 But we're just talking about just simplify issue. And the reason how we do that is because we kind of just break people up at this age into the group of either you smoke tobacco or you don't. It's either you smoke or you don't. So don't try to hit me with, well, I try to, you know, I smoke a cigar every now and then. Nope, that's called a tobacco user. And if you try to get around it, they'll pull your insurance, um, your MIB, your um, medical information, and it's written somewhere in there. So I just recommend don't lie. Um, if you've been clean off of any tobacco products, and that's that chewing um, gum and that chanting too, because that does show up, um, if you've been off of it for more than 12 months, then you are tep- um, you are a non-smoker. So congratulations. But it does have to be 12. So, again, what I like about this whole life policy that lasts this person's entire lifetime for them is um, you're actually able to borrow money from it. Same thing I talked to you about earlier. Um, it does have the um, simplified underwriting, um, which means I'll just ask you just a few medical questions just to make sure you're really ready to rock and roll from there. And so, again, I said the issue ages are between 45 and 85. Not to say that that's the cutoff limit. It's not. It's just that's typically the last age that we're able to write an insurance policy for someone. So if you have a 95-year-old auntie that somehow she's still kicking and going, and unfortunately her policy lapsed five years ago, which I wasn't expecting her to keep on kicking, unfortunately when people are, you know, kicking over the 90 age range, I mean, it's just uninsurability at that point. I don't know a kinder way or a more gentle way to say that. So that's why it's really important to get these policies young. Another thing that I like about with uh, whole life insurance is there's not as many questions, um, even for my age group between the ages of 18 and 44. Um, there's still less questions for a whole life policy than there are for a term life policy. The reason being is because typically with term life policies, like we were talking about last week with mortgage protection, it's for more money. People are asking insurance companies for a million dollars. People are asking for a half a million, quarter million, different things like whole life. Um, the book is a little more expensive. Um, we're not talking gravely expensive, but, you know, to get you're not going to get most likely a quarter million dollars in a whole life policy. So when people say they have a quarter million dollars in insurance or half a million, and they're like, no, 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 it's whole life. I'm like, yeah, no, I would need to see that. Um, unless I know that you're very comfortable with paying about four or $500 a month for insurance. But again, that's not middle America. So I'm pretty um, astute and understood of, you know, these different policies and different things like that. So, um, but again, whole life is definitely a good thing um, just because, like, here's a reality and why I really do push to have whole life when you're younger, not waiting until you're 45, even though that's a simplified issue. The thing is, because this is the youngest and the healthiest you will ever be in your life. Okay? This is the youngest 
and the healthiest you'll ever be in your life. And that really was a hard pill for me to swallow because I always think that I'm so strong and I'm like this athlete in my mind. Don't tell Venus I said that or Serena Williams. I'm not that type of athlete. I think I'm an athlete until I see them. But (laughs) I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm one of them people, right? But that's not the case. Honestly, this is the youngest and the healthiest you'll ever be. After that, you know, you got different aches and pains. And even if you don't get that, you know, bless God, you don't get that. But you get become older. As we age, insurance premiums increase. They go up. That's just what they do, period. So it's better to get it, you know, really for your child at 14 days old and pay it off and they can have it for the rest of their life. They can even borrow off of it and different things like that. That's the optimum way to do it. But let's say your situation is like my situation and like most, like 85% of American situation, our parents did not set us up like that, right? And that's all good. Nothing to be embarrassed about. That's most of our situation, right? We all in it together. So you still get a whole life insurance policy. You don't have to get anything crazy. Look at it as like your final expense. Look around or to commence whatever final decisions you have for your life. So typically, like um, in the state of Ohio, it's right around 16000 to bury someone. Here in Georgia, it's right around thirteen, fourteen thousand. Pretty much still the same amount or whatever. So we'll just say nationwide, you're still looking right around that sixteen, seventeen thousand mark. I don't know about California because I don't sell California, so that would be something new. But I know California is typically always way higher than the rest of us. So if you're in California, just double whatever I say. I'm just playing. <laughs> we can talk offline seriously, and I can look it up for you. Um. So. Back to what I'm saying. Um, so even if, let's say my name is Chastity and I'm not your insurance girl. Say I still work at AT&T. AT&T was a great company with benefits. They were known for their benefits. I had great insurance policy. I had a great life insurance policy for me and my daughter. Okay. Um, let's say I still have that policy of a quarter million dollars with AT&T. Well, if my home, I'm still in Cleveland, is only worth 175000 I got a quarter million dollars. That's still a decent amount of money left over to take care of my daughter. Hmm, I don't really need no other policy, right? And I'm like, wrong. You still need another policy. Because after I retire from AT&T, who's going to make sure I'm buried? AT&T policy is only going to last for a certain amount of years. And even if you have the policy after you retire, most people retire at 65. Most of those type of policies completely over by 75, 80. I mean, they're completely done. They don't have anything left to cover you for, zero. What you don't want to do at 75 and 80 years old is petition the insurance company for insurance. Oh, yeah, I need that $16,000, Chastity. I need that. No, sugar. Um, Well, Mr. Customer, at 80 years old, that premium is going to cost you over $300 a month because you waited till you were 80. I don't like having that conversation with 80-year-old people, okay? So what I'm saying is at 30 years old, while you're still working at AT&T and you and your baby still have good health, Go ahead and pay for that side policy, that whole life policy, 
all you need is maybe twenty to thirty thousand dollars. It'll cover burial, and then you can still leave ten thousand dollars over to your daughter. In addition to any other benefits that you may have, your four hundred one k, your sevens, or whatever the case may be. Okay, but what you're doing is you're locking in your age and health at thirty years old, and you're going to pay that same amount. So I. At 30 years old, it's right around $32 a month. You'll pay that the entire time, okay? And you, there's even options where you can pay it up faster, but that's a sidebar conversation too. Policy, it lapses, it goes on. But guess what I still have? I still have my whole life policy that my daughter can bury me in the ground with. So at least I know that burden will never be on my daughter, ever. That That burden won't be there. And then whatever other money that I still have, even if my policy was still good with AT&T and they, I still had a couple dollars I was still good for, they can just pay her out that little bit of money that was left, whatever was that left in my 401K, um, my different pension plans, savings accounts, my home, investments, all of that I will over to my daughter. And we'll talk about wills later as well because those type of things are very important and it's not just for the rich. Okay, because as we saw, even the rich don't even have them half the time. So what I'm basically saying is whole life is just definitely there. Um, it's more than just a gap insurance. It's really there to last you for the rest of your life. So I really want people to understand the importance of it and not be confused because sometimes people can be so confused and we're like, oh, I got this, I got that. Like, no, 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 you don't. No, you don't. So I want to make sure that you understand that. All right. So here we are now halfway in. What I'm going to do is take a pause for the calls because I know me. I will forget to play my good uh, promotional things and how everybody get paid around here. So stay tuned, guys. We'll come back. We'll talk about the children's whole life policy and who actually qualifies for that. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we heal the mind, body, and soul. Join us every Monday for Totally Whole with Dr. Rosemary Cook and Pastor Bridget as they discuss issues related to spirituality and mental health with emphasis on wholeness of mind, body, and spirit. Get your money right Tuesdays on Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show is the tool you need to develop a healthy relationship with your money and financial legacy. Every Thursday is a treat as we mix it up. On the first Thursday of the month, it's Total Empowerment with Angela Hart, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out. The second Thursday of the month is Relationship Talk, on One Love, One Connection, One Up, with Reverends Arlene Cahet and Harvey L. Bailey, as they give you practical advice for creating a spiritual union to have the relationship you want. Call in with your relationship questions. Calling all brothers on the third Thursday of the month, it's the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam. It's a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. When there is a fourth Thursday in the month, we have the Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Cahet, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. 
every Friday, let's talk love, sex, and nutrition with sexual wellness coach Bondria Walters and sex enthusiast Nakia Lana. The hottest sexual health and wellness and nutrition show around. This is for the grown and sexy. Listen at your own risk. If you don't know, now huh? you know. The Family yeah. Healing Circle on Blog yeah, Talk it. Radio, here. 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's the best in entertainment, and we have, I'm about to get education, off the and talk radio. Smell it. Smell how good it smells. Why did you carry him? Smell how good it smells. It's a white and it's supposed to be like the best of the best. Come on, don't do that. Go get the phone. Oh, you can't hear. Okay. Sorry. It is playing music. All right. All right, all right. So we are definitely back here. Um, <laughs> we're definitely back. So here we go. Um, I hope you really did enjoy that. Um, I just love the way Harvey says my name. That was pretty dope. All right, so the next part where we're actually going to um, get started on, I was just tickled there because I was talking to my daughter about this toothpaste, and I'm like, yeah, I forgot that you guys might could hear me. So forgive me for all my thought conversation in the back there as I drank my water and stuff as we were on commercial. But the next thing that I wanted us to talk about is children coli. Children are um, my second biggest market for whole life policies that I really, really will really, really push um, just because um, – our children is, is like the cheapest. Remember, um, the younger you are, the less expensive that it really really will be. And so people say, well, you know, my baby is so young. I don't know if she needs it yet or whatever. Think about how Gerber actually markets theirs. They market, market it based on the baby, right? And Mark Gerber is one of the um, companies I do work with as well, which is why I said their name. And like I told you, I'm really not going to do a lot of name dropping just because I'm a broker and I don't work for the company, so they're not paying me to drop their name. So, (laughs) um, but definitely how they do it is they're just marketing the child. The issue age for children whole life policies are ages 14 to 17 years old. So as soon as you come out of the hospital, what I always recommend to mothers is soon as you come home, I should be like the next phone call that you make outside of making sure the milk is taken care of, blah, 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 blah. Before you order another dress, have your insurance agent over there. Because honestly, you're really only talking about 2 $3 a month for a small baby like that. It just depends on how much insurance you really want. The face amounts for um, children ages 14 days to 17 years old is 5000 to 30000 Okay. And again, um, this is just simplified issue because you're able to get more 
Um, but again, we're just talking about a whole life policy, simplify issue, which means I don't ask you that many health questions. I don't send you and your child to go to a doctor, pull blood, and all that other stuff. Um, typically, with the insurance companies, they're just trying to make sure there's no serious birth defects um, that can cause risk of the child not living. So they're 17 or 25 years old. That's why I say it's really best to start doing it at 14 days. And I know we all think our kids are the cutest. I did. Um, my daughter had a bow on her head and everything when she took all pictures. Okay, She never did that hospital picture because I thought she was the cutest little button that ever walked at her. But guess what? They all have to say. <laughs> so you can't really diagnose anything in 14 days. So I think that's the best time to do it. Um, unfortunately, I've had the sad result of not covering a child. One time I went to go visit a family. Um, it was a grandparent's family. It was a grandparent. And I should have asked them about the grandkid, but I was I was a new, newer agent. I just didn't. I did what, I, what they asked me to do when I got out of there. The very next time I went back to go see them, um, it was just like a year later, I went back to go see them. And I asked about the kid then because, I, you know, I was a little more skilled. I knew to ask more questions. Turned out within that year from me leaving the house the first time to me coming back a year later to follow up with them, their child, that child was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Okay? And you're like, well, that's not a big deal. Yes, it is. Because when you're talking about a four- and five-year-old with type 1 diabetes, which means he's getting shot in the leg with insulin, his pancreas is not breaking down the sugars properly. So that is an issue. It's an insurability issue. And I kick myself in my teeth every since then, not literally but figuratively, because I should have probed just a little bit longer. I just wasn't educated enough to really understand the importance of it. So that's how I learned the lesson. It's just I just ask the question. I ask everyone, and sometimes people get annoyed with me asking. I ask because I care, and I know what it feels like for me to come back, and you're like, hey, well, let me cover little Johnny. Let me do this. Let me do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, about that. We can't do it now. And they're like, we just found out about it. And then guess guess who, whose fault that really is? The insurance agent, mine. So the good thing that I also like about the whole life policy as well is that um, the policy is guaranteed to the age of 100, as long as the premium is actually paid. What I also love about these whole life children's policies as well is you're actually able to pay them up. So you don't have to pay those policies for 121 years. If you wanted to just do like 10 payments, 10 lump sum payments of it, you could definitely do that. Okay, and just cover it all up and just pay everything up. I think that's a great way to do it. Um, or you can do like a 20 pay. You know, those are a little more expensive. Um, and when, when I say expensive, I'm talking about 10 expensive, okay? So the premium go from $2.50 up to $10.50. Not killing us. But you know, at a certain amount of time, it'll be down pay and it'll be paid up. And you can give it to your child when they're getting ready to go to college. Or even if you don't want to give it to them, um, you can borrow money from it. You can borrow money from it and help them buy their books or put down on their first car or whatever the case may be. So there is, what I'm trying to teach you here with whole life is it brings options. It's like a savings account. It actually is a more guaranteed savings account than 
what our banks are promising us. Our banks aren't even giving us a half a percent right now with their savings account. I'm not saving nothing inside of a bank right now. I don't really um, deem it necessary. Well, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm, I'm talking about large amounts of money um, outside of my insurance policy. So I'm lying. I apologize. I had to revert that before I put it all the way out there like that. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not true. So, <laughs> so yeah, definitely you can still save money, but when we're talking about aggressively um, saving or investing, your money when you want it to do just a little bit more. I do believe the insurance policies are better for you because there is a more stable um, interest rate involved on your money, and it continues to grow for you. And you're actually able to borrow against it. And unlike your 401k, there's no penalty. Um, you don't get slapped with 50% of taxes for borrowing your own money. So come on now. I mean, that's how the rich get rich and stay rich. And so, again, remember, this is just finance one-on-one. These are not the things that we talked about in school, but these are things that are very important because, again, I took, gave you the example of, you know, um, let's say Keisha is a homemaker. Um, Keisha goes to work. She does what she needs to do. Um, her and her husband goes to work, and they're a black couple. And then you also have Mary, Stu, and Jim. And they're all in the same community, but Keisha and her husband doesn't have an extended life insurance policy. Um, so when something actually happens to Keisha's husband and he dies, guess what? She's no longer able to stay in that suburban home for her children, okay? Um, and heaven forbid if he just didn't have anything at all further um, and she had to start doing fish fries or GoFundMe. I hate that. Um, whereas someone like a Mary Sue further down the street in the same community, Jim Bob actually has a, um, I apologize, these sound like really stereotypical names, don't they? It was just something quick to keep it together in my brain, but please forgive me <laughs> for this Jim Bob. But um, so when Jim Bob passes away, he actually still had a whole life policy uh, and different policies through his job as well. So the difference there is, uh, Mary Sue was able to still stay in that community, in that suburban home, and allow her kids to graduate from those top-rated school, public schools and still move on. And she's able to pay for the house or whatever the case may be and give her husband a proper proper burial. So that's what this is about, guys, and that's why I'm so passionate about it because we're so quick to say, oh, we can't afford it, we can't afford it. And I'm like, look. For the $20, $30 that we're spending, um, we're spending more than that when we eat out. I know I did just last week when I ordered some jerk chicken out because I didn't feel, excuse me, I didn't feel like cooking one specific day after working in the field. I just wanted to come home, eat, take a bath, and go to bed. Well, I spent like probably $30 that day on uh, Jamaican food out. So we have it, guys. We just have to figure out the days um, or the way to do it. And somebody else may say, well, um, no. Oh, you know what, guys? I'm sorry. I got somebody on hold. I'm I'm talking here, and I just saw you on there. I was looking at um, my slideshow. <laughs> Forgive me. So I apologize. Um, but just finishing up my thought, you just really have to uh, go ahead and put the money to a side. I know between most of the clients that I speak to on a regular basis, where actually um, people are spending seven, eight dollars on new. Newport cigarettes, and they're doing that almost 
twice a week. That's $14 a week times four. Um, that's really almost $80 a month just in cigarettes. Um, and that's in Ohio. So and I, know, I know cigarettes are more expensive than other areas. And if that's not your vice, there's probably other vices. So just be honest with yourself. And um, if you feel like it's an affordability thing, just ask, um, especially if I'm your insurance agent, I'm not going to um, allow you to get something that I know you're not able to afford more than 24 months. So it looks like we have some money on hold here. Give me one sec caller. I'm about to bring you in. Um, number ends in 2289. If I accidentally hang up on you, please just call back in for me, okay? All right, caller, um, your number ends in 2289. You're live. Go ahead. Hello? Maybe they end up putting me on. I'm actually just trying to wait here for a second. Hello? Hey. Hi. I just chimed in, so I'm, like, not, you know, I didn't fully hear the conversation. Um, That's okay. That's okay. And I apologize about you holding. Um, I was actually still looking at my um, slideshow and some of my notes I had wrote down, so I wasn't rambling too long. So I apologize about the extended hold. But go ahead and um, you can state your name if you like and ask your question. Um, well, I'm just actually calling in to listen in. Um, okay. wasn't really any question that I had. Yeah, this is the calling number that I had to call in. To, okay, so. perfect. Perfect, perfect. Right. So then um, if you have any questions later on, you're definitely able to chime in um, and ask any questions that you have, and I'll leave my contact information in here as well, okay? Okay, thank you. No problem. All right. So All right. So um, that's what we're actually looking at, guys, is just understanding the importance of whole life insurance and understanding the affordability factor for even our children. So, again, going over the um, ages for our children, for children's whole life, you're looking at um, the first date of 14 days old, 10 years old. Um, those dates are those ages are covered. I still have um, some companies that will cover your children all the way up to age 24, as long as they're in the house and they're still going to school. But that's in federal alignment with the Obamacare as well. So, um, again, without a whole bunch of medical questions, so like if your child has serious asthma attacks, different things like that, those are the type of things that you do want to let me know about. Like if your child has an asthma attack and they were just hospitalized, um, maybe two years ago or something like that, those are good questions to let me know because the position that I have, um, I don't work for just one company. Um, I know who asks what questions. So I would definitely want to put you with a children's whole life policy and they're only asking like one or two questions, which is just making sure that the kid isn't about to crumple over on me right now. So that's why I like simplified um, term or simplified whole life policies because they do gain cash value for our children. And I believe that's the greatest way to really start them off um, on a great foot and move them forward and know that they're taken care of. And there's nothing scary about it. We're not doing a medical exam. It's not making it sound like um, 
oh, if you get insurance for your kids, you're killing them. Or we, we I've, I've heard so many wives' tales um, in this and why people don't want to get it. But when your child is no longer insurable because we find out they have diabetes because of the diet or whatever the case may be, some other inherited disease or scary enough cancer, um, then it's too late. So just do it while they're young and healthy. And I honestly, earlier, the better. The earlier, the better. The less things the insurance company can pull up, the better, okay? Um, Also, what I do love about um, children policies, not only can you pay them off a lot faster, um, but it does have um, 100%. There is um, additional coverage that is available in the future without evidence of insurability. So this is what that really means. Um, for us, if I was able to come over and um, someone got a policy for my daughter, Kimora. Um, so here at nine years old, she would get a policy. I would get her a policy, you know, let's say $30,000 the max for Simplified. And again, you can get more, but there's going to be more questions asked. You have to make sure that your child can be able to pass those type of things. Be honest with me as your insurance agent. You can't tell me not tell me that your child just had a stroke or some type of asthmatic attack and they ended up in the hospital and I try to put you in for $50,000 and the insurance company pull everything apart. So we don't want to do that. So we're going to do it in the simplify issue that we're talking about um, for whole life, just something real basic, just a basic $30,000 whole life policy for my daughter. And you write that up for her. What that's saying is she's able to get more coverage in the future without proving that she's not sick, she hasn't found any more issues or whatever. So however the insurance company, let's say it's Gerber or Mutual of Omaha, right? I love both of them, um, especially for the children. But let's say it's Mutual of Omaha, and they insure Kimura right now at the age of nine. They're only insuring her as a nine-year-old, and her premium is locked in where it's at. Kamora, at the age of 25, decides that, hey, you know, she, you know, I paid on the policy. I give it over to her. She's good. She decides that, like, age 25, after she's married and she has some grandkids for me, she better not have none at 25. I'm only saying that because she's listening. But, <laughs> uh but at 25, she's married. She wants to move on. She wants to get some more coverage, or I want to get her more coverage because now she has more responsibility in her life. We can do that, and as long as the premium, the policy has not lapsed, we can get her more coverage um, without proving more insurance questions. They'll just send over an addendum for her to sign, and as long as she's able to pay the premium for that current age, we move forward. And that's huge. That's huge. Because, like I said, us locking it in at nine years old and my daughter does not have any health issues, which I'm blessed to say that, um, suppose they find something crazy, 14 or 15, right? Um, and I pray that, that that's not ever her story. But for many, many people, that is their story. You start to find out a child has diabetes. You start to find out there's like, skin cancer, um, there's different issues, there's problems with the kidney. Um, People go through a lot, a lot of different issues. So I just find that that's really huge, um, that they're not going to ask any other medical questions, and they're just going to base it on the the standing that this person originally had. So I think that's really powerful. 
Um, so that's pretty much that. Um, again, this isn't the sexiest conversation in the world, guys, but the intent of us talking about this this evening and whole life and what's the difference between whole life and term insurance is so you really understand the difference in the two policies. Because like I said, last week we went over mortgage protection. This week we're going over whole life. As we continue to move on, we'll start moving into progressively um, greater and, you know, more aggressive things in conversation with safest and other things. But I want to make sure that we do have the foundation taken care of. There's no point in me coming out the gate talking to anyone about an investment or annuities or how to save and how to invest and how to do this and how to do that if your family is not protected. I can teach you how to do all the saving that you want to do in the world, and you're saving every um, dime to every dollar you have, right? So so you're saving all this money, but if you don't have a policy to help bury your family members, uh, protect your mortgage, protect your um, children's education, protect the things that are very important to you, guess what? Once you pass that savings, it's going to be on lock anyway because somebody has to show proof that that money can be released to them. It's too many other issues. So insurance is just the basic fundamentals. It's the basic fundamentals that was never taught to us in school. Doing this, you'll make sure you don't have any other issues. If I have to deliver a death claim to your family, I know that everything else from this point on you should be able to handle. It's not going to be easy, but it's a lot easier to handle when you have the appropriate funds to bury your family without going to go GoFundMe, asking for money, doing fish fries, during a time of bereavement. Who wants to deal with that? I always feel bad for people who are out on the corner on a Saturday doing car washes, fish fries, begging their local church. They fall out with their church members over that. You fall out with your family members over it, asking for money when the only thing that has to be done is just put a little bit of money to the side and get yourself a policy. Get yourself a small policy. It'll go ahead and it'll get you buried and taken care of. So I hope that answered most of you guys' questions. Um, If you have any other questions offline um, or at any other point, you are surely able to visit me at my website at chastityawells.com. That's C-H-A-S-I-T as in Tom Y, W-E-L-L-S. Dot com. So, again, that's chastityawells.com. You're also able to call me at 614-230-6600. Again, that number is 614-230-6600. I am available on most social media. Um, so that's going to be Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, I'm always available for you just to answer any questions that you may have. Um, just ask me because, honestly, no question is a stupid question. Uh, I know what it feels like to think that, you know, you understand something or you think that you're supposed to understand it and you don't. There's nothing wrong with that at all as well, okay? So I hope this information was valuable for you. If not, um, you know, always ask me whatever um, sidebar. Maybe I can touch something in a different way uh, that could better answer something for you at a later time. That is the perfect place as well for us to do it, Um I'm open. I'm definitely open because it really isn't about me at this time. It's really about making sure the information is in the community so I'm able to better service every last one of the members of my community and be a better beacon of light 
so everyone understands how important it is to actually have the insurance that you need, protecting your family, and um, everything else. So that pretty much wraps everything up that I have for you. Um, And that's pretty much it. Next week, if you chime in, we're going to be talking about annuities. Um, So definitely this show is going to be for anyone who is saving money um, and you want somewhere else to put your money, okay, right? If you have a 401k and you have, like, some extra money that you want to pull out of it and start diversifying your account, or you just left a job and you have a 401k and now you have, like, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 in somewhere and you need somewhere to put it. Annuities is a great place to put it. I can talk to you about the tax-free benefits of doing it. I can talk to you about how you're able to even use it um, going into your retirement and just pulling little bits off, okay? So it'll, like I said, it's going to progressively grow, but annuities is something really cool, Um that we'll talk about because it's not really the investment kind. It's more of the safe investment kind. So anybody who has ever been affected by the 2008 financial crisis burst, you know, the big home burst, like the economic burst that we had during that time, you definitely want to be on this call because this product is actually geared to help those people who were hardest hit, right? Because most of those people that were hardest hit are typically the most scared to invest in with their money. They want a very safe product. That's what it is. Um, The insurance company is definitely um, really safe with the product. I'll talk to you all about all the different benefits, how it's able to be so safe, and how we're still able to be competitive and assist you with your financial growth as well. So definitely tune in next week, January uh, 26th. For that as well. But until next time, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Chastity A. Wells. I look forward to seeing you um, offline. If you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to me, 614-230-6600. You guys have a blessed evening, and thank you so much for um, enjoying the show.